Welcome, everybody, to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the PCPS, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. Tonight, I am your host, Sooth, and tonight my co-host is going to be Tina, the wonderful, the lovely, the fantastic Miss Man. Oh, that was so sweet. <laughs> I was about to do my whole bow, 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 and then you said all that. This is where my heart... <laughs> Miss Tina got a brand spanking new computer and she's yeah. super stoked. I like when I tell y'all this, this, this is computer. Hello. <laughs> like my, my Sim players, if you played the Sims 4 and you use custom content and mods, you know, you're going to lag a bit. When I tell mm. you this runs like butter, butter, butter. <laughs> For smooth. those of you that use wicked whims and uh, extreme violence, you get where I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see that idea that you and Jesse came up with. Yes, I can't wait. I want to make a sim of everyone and just have um, extreme violence um, on auto and just see who makes it. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. I guess you can make it like a Hunger Games kind of thing. Just, you know. Um, put y'all in a house and take the door that leads outside off and y'all gonna have bathrooms and bedrooms and kitchens and stuff we're gonna see what happens <laughs> i'm super excited to see it i i am ready for an all day just yes watch. i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait i want to try to do it this weekend if that's possible i want to see if i can awesome. do it this weekend and then you know just do everybody and just see what happens see who's gonna come out on top <laughs> I'm excited for it. The Battle of the Sims. Yes. I'm excited for it. Well, tonight on our lovely and wonderful podcast that we have here, Mm -hmm. um, we've got a really good, awesome topic for you. I know we've spoken about this before, but we haven't actually spoken about the ranch. Mm -hmm. We have done a podcast in the past on the Skinwalker. Well, tonight we're going to be talking to you about Skinwalker Ranch or the Sherman Ranch out of Utah. Mm -hmm. And uh, unless you've been living under a rock, which is fine because a lot of us like to live under rocks and not have to deal with things in the, in the real world. I go back Um, to my rock every once in a while too. Man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't we all need it? Mm -hmm. Um, The Skinwalker Ranch is, it's now a series. They made a movie out of it. And now it's a series that you can watch on the History Channel. Shameless plug. Yes. Um, No, we are not uh, sponsored. But I mean, if they want to. I'm just saying. Hi. Hello. This is is Sue. You know, she's the host. You know, she (laughs) runs it. You know, I'm I'm Tina, you know, co-host. Hello. How you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, we would love (laughs) We would. It's just an interview. <laughs> we got. We got a. Our solo link is. It, it provides our email, y'all. Mm-hmm. Just get in there with our email. So, like, that. you know, if you want to get interviewed, you know, come to the podcast and just talk about it. And hell, you can even go ahead and like talk about the show. Try to get more viewers to watch the show. I don't care. Like, you know, just come on by. Come on, come on by. Mm-hmm. You're like here. Don't worry about it. We got snacks. <laughs> yeah, we got snacks. We got Southern hospitality. We got it for you. We got all of it. Um, Okay, so let's go with the Sherman Ranch, right? Mm -hmm. And the history of Skinwalker Ranch. Now, it is said 
that there is a Native American curse that has mm-hmm. been put on this 512-acre ranch Yes, out of Utah. Um, it says initially, and this comes from the History Channel, um, mm-hmm. initially the ranch became synonymous with UFO sightings. But then there started to get some reports about some humanoid apparitions, mm-hmm. some evil witches, and some demonic wolf-like creatures. And also, they say that there has been some sightings of Bigfoot on there, too. Yeah, it's almost like a big old beacon mm-hmm. for the supernatural. It just draws them all to that. that now, does that mean we're going to go there and visit it? Hell no. <laughs> well, I mean. I mean, you and Jesse, you already <laughs> say y'all wanted to go. So if y'all want to, y'all can, you know, have fun. But me, <laughs> with how their cows keep on disappearing. Talk about y'all, the cows. Y'all. Talk about the cows. Y'all. Y'all. It's okay. Crazy. I'm sure everybody have seen Animal Planet. I'm sure y'all have seen, like, you know wild animals attacking you know trying to feed their young you know all that other stuff y'all seen it what's happening to these cows is not what's happening by a simple animal attack these cows mm-hmm. are going missing and then found mutilated surgical wise it's like as if a surgeon like this upcoming surgeon is like well who else am i going to test my skills with the good old scalpel on yeah. like like no, I'm serious. Like their eyes are missing, their their organs. Sometimes they find their organs completely harvested. Like they are mutilated, and it's not bad. like as if it's like an animal attack, like a mountain lion or something attacking these animals. No, because if you saw that, you would see the claws, you'll see the bite marks, you see that uh, um, a mountain lion bit them on the neck, and that's like the quickest way for them to kill the cow. No, it's not like that. They they it's like surgically precise yeah like you know, they, they use weird. i think they use the words laser precision yes it's weird yeah. it's weird either there out. is some like weird anomalies or like you know aliens if you believe that i personally believe that because ain't no way in hell the only life mm. forms that's in this whole universe of uh, yeah nothing but floating rocks is just us ain't no yeah. way i i would you know i'm i'm gonna agree with you on that i feel the same way i feel like our mm-hmm. universe is entirely too big for us to be the only intelligent life form ain't no living. way there's still planets that they haven't even discovered yet yeah and you know and it's kind of selfish too like how mm-hmm. school do you have to be to believe that on all the planets in all of the universe and all of the universes we're the only ones now don't get me I don't, wrong. I don't believe if that. If you do believe it, I mean that's, that's fine. You, that's one hundred percent. I'm not trying to persuade nobody or force anybody to believe in my beliefs. And as long as you're not trying to make me do it, then we good. We Gucci over here. Mm-hmm. But um, I personally believe ain't no way in hell we are the only ones on a floating rock in the middle of the darkness because yep. this is dark as hell in the middle of darkness. That is has the life forms on it. Ain't no way you cannot. You can't pay me. You can't pay me. I'm just saying. That's why I'm trying to go to Pluto because I know there's some people. <laughs> <there. laughs> I'm trying to go to Pluto. <laughs> okay, and so plus I don't have to worry about the summer there. Shoot, right? I'm telling you. So that's. I mean, that's another good thing that another. 
hypothetical, I would say, that right. they have of what's going on with the mutilation of the cows. Either there's aliens or cryptids that are doing these to these cows, or there just might be a crazy upcoming surgeon who likes to practice on cattle. And if so, y'all need to find him very quickly. Yeah, because he don't need to be a doctor. Or she. No. Or she. Listen, I, it, could be a she. it could be a she. It could be a she. Have you ever seen like American Psycho 2? Yes. It was a girl. Girl Mary, you know, so it could be a girl. Girls could be serial killers. (laughs) I'm sure there's like a good handful of our listeners who likes to go to bed listening to crime documentaries. I am one of them. You just (laughs) called me all the way out because I okay. Look, this is it's another podcast that you can find on Spotify. It's Mm. they're under the uh, Paracast um, umbrella and they have some really, really great ones. And one is you want to look it up. Wait. Okay, there's two that I listen to. One is um, Unsolved Murders and the other one is Solved Murders. And the detail and the storytelling on those two podcasts alone, oh it's really, really good. I aspire. I aspire to be (laughs) on this level of podcast because it is amazing i mean of course you know they have the backing and the fundage and right it's a a, an umbrella we'll get there we'll We'll get there but but i'm telling you the production on that it's just it is chef's kiss it is so good plus the details like you know how sometimes you Mm -hmm. listen to some podcasts or watch a a documentary and you have so many unanswered questions Mm -hmm. they answer the questions by the time you were done listening to one of their episodes and sometimes they have like two and three parts of the same um crime the Mm -hmm. same murder and i mean they go into minute detail it's you're you're you have no questions left by the end of the podcast. See, so I love when podcasts. I I know it's us that's doing it, but I love when podcasts like you know talk about other podcasts and like like they're so cool and everything like that. I oh, love that. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like I know, I know there. I know you can throw a rock and hit a million podcasts. I know there. Mm-hmm. It, I know that podcast it's it's a saturated oversaturated mm-hmm. industry at the moment but i don't care um i lo- i i love our podcast and I, lo- I love what we do but i also love listening to other podcasts me too uh the information i like food for my brain and podcasts feed my brain while i cannot sit down and physically read a book or anything because i'm too yes. busy doing you know other things in my life so i love absorbing all of that knowledge and stuff. But if you like, you know, crime podcasts and stuff, listen to those. The other supernatural ones that I love. Girl, I've got so many. I'm going to have to link. See, now I'm going to have to give you one. Stories with Sapphire. When I tell you these stories, like these different cryptid, like paranormal stories, they're Mm -hmm. so good. They really are. Really good. They went from doing YouTube and then she went straight to doing podcasts and everything. And it's really good. I had to, once she stopped doing YouTube, she's like, I'm going to go to, you know, Spotify when I was like, oh, instant follow. I'm going to support other creators, man. That's what we need to do. We need to support each other. And I think that they're. Because we're all doing the same thing. We're entertaining. We're having fun. We're doing stuff that we love. Like, you know. Exactly. But you called me all the way out with that one because that's what I was listening (laughs) to today when I fell asleep. I couldn't fall asleep until almost 11 o'clock this morning. 
And so when I did actually fall asleep and got a real good nap, girl, when I tell you I didn't wake up till six o'clock this afternoon. Oh, I know that's right. I was listening to the the podcast playlist that they have on and just going through all of the different ones and just fell asleep. It's so good. Totally recommend listening to it. Anyway. For some reason, for some reason, I have to watch or listen to either a crime documentary or I have to listen to a YouTuber playing like a horror game or something. For you some know. reason, hearing them scream is like, oh, good night. So soothing, good night. It's, I know that's so funny. Look, there, there so are some psychologists. I know there are some psychologists who say that if you can watch horror, the horror mm-hmm. genre, horror movies, listen to horror podcasts or anything of that nature and peacefully fall asleep, because you're doing it for fun and you peacefully, it, like it's a sign of being a psychopath. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's true. It's just what I've heard. It's it's what I've heard. So, I mean, look it up. I'm, oh. I'm going to have to look it up myself and make sure that I'm not, you know. But it's it's what some people say. So, I I'm just going to say this now. I'm not married or engaged or anything, but um, my future uh, fiance, future spouse, whoever you might be, I swear I'm not. I swear you, I'm not. <laughs> I, swear, I promise. I promise. Don't tell your parents, please. Don't tell your parents. <laughs> we can listen mom. to this and be like, I really got to tell mom now, <laughs> right? I don't know about this. I don't, no, okay, I'm sorry. No, we digress. No. We digress. We digress. Okay, so the Navajo are the ones that put up, and I'm doing this in air quotes, guys, I know mm-hmm. you can't see me, but supposedly put a Native American curse on this 512-acre ranch, okay? Yes. And it is named or Skinwalker Ranch because apparently this ranch is plagued by skinwalkers, shape-shifting demons, mm-hmm. okay? And the concept is supposedly deeply ingrained into the Navajo history. Yeah. And the Navan the Navajo people for hundreds of miles would be, you know, skinwalkers be appearing and terrorizing people. And I'm hoping that I am saying this correctly. The Ut U T E territory. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Ut people supposedly mistreated the Navajo some centuries ago. So one of the theories is, is that the skinwalkers are there as a curse and a punishment mm-hmm. against the Ute people who lived on that territory. And I mean, we mean like this goes back as far as like 1776, 1789, I think is when the treaty broke between the Utes and the Navajo. Yeah, and this is as far back as we could find for written Mm -hmm. history. Okay, as we all know, unfortunately, we do not have a lot of personal history from Native American First People tribes. Okay, horrible It's horrible. We don't need to get into it because we all know how unfair and how unjust everything went down. Um, I would absolutely 100% hear me now sink money Mm -hmm. into learning about our first nations and learning their histories and traditions just to learn about the land itself and about the people. I would sink money. I would buy books. 
I'm just putting that out there. I'm just letting you know. I want to know. I would love to learn. Please and thank you. Um, and if there are things that are already written down, books that I am I do not know about, please inform me. Please mm-hmm. let me know because I want hit to the cell link, go to our Discord. I'm not trying to put a plug or anything, but that's the best way for you to contact us and like tell us if there's anything exactly that we don't know. I want like, to know. Like, we're just the information that we're pulling is from the Skinwalker Ranch uh, website itself or from other websites that we have found. So if there's any information that we don't know that you know or that we may have messed up on then you want to clarify, please don't hesitate. We all do learning here. Exactly. We do, like I always been told by my grandmother, if you haven't learned one thing throughout the day, you had a bad day. You So if you got to yeah. tell us, if you got to correct us in any kind of way, tell us. Please, yeah. we'll take all of it. Exactly. So in this thing with the Ut territory and the Ut people and mm-hmm. the Navajo, the idea is that the earth under the feet of all that step on the ranch is spiritually tarnished for eternity. Woo! That's that's eternity. Like, it doesn't end when you die. Ooh, it just wait. gets worse, right? So they, I don't know what happened. I don't know what y'all were doing. I don't know what the Ute people were doing against the Navajo, but get dang it. Yeah, y'all got they were that. angry. Y'all got they the were, bad curse. Y'all got the bad juju. Yeah, this the awful like this isn't like the guy from Courage the Cowley Dog that said return the slab. Like, no, this no. he gave you warnings. They didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they said no, we're pissed. Yeah, y'all, y'all made it. So mistakes. we don't know what happened. We just know from what we are reading, they were mad, you know? Mm-hmm. They were upset. And, you know, rightfully so. If you're being mistreated, please stand up for yourself. Yeah. You know? And like, so. yes. And, and curse, and look, curses hold power, especially when an entire tribe yes. of people put that belief behind said curse. I am not surprised that it has lasted as long as it has. And what it mm-hmm. has attracted to the area. I feel like when they put the curse on the land that it became some kind of supernatural beacon. Yes. Okay. And it's almost like a lot of people believe that it's an interdimensional portal as well. Mm-hmm. And um, an interdimensional portal is something that's like it's a portal between dimensions. Okay. Um, but it's. People have claimed to have seen bright orange and or blue lights in the night. Um, they're said to last around 10 seconds and can be viewed around a thousand feet in the air. Okay. There was even, there's even some episodes of the show itself. Like mm-hmm. um, uh, There was one episode where they saw some kind of aircraft. They knew it wasn't a plane. They knew it was a helicopter. Nothing like that. It wasn't a spacecraft. It wasn't, not, not spacecraft. It wasn't it wasn't anything that they could recognize. It, and it went by so fast. The directions that it did, the different turns and everything that it did was really weird. And then it just disappeared. Yep. Just boop, gone. It just, it just was gone. Yeah. It has been, I can't remember everything that I've, I've watched because I'm currently watching it with Jesse. Um, and we're so caught up that we have to wait until they upload a new episode. But I'm still trying the, to get up with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We, I might have to. I'm gonna have to convince Jesse to like hold off on watching it until you catch up, and then we could just 
we'll have several episodes that we can catch up on. You know yeah. what I mean? That yeah. way we won't have to wait for a new episode to come because by the time we're done watching one episode, there's another one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I need to. I'm like on season, almost season three. Okay. And I know there's f- four seasons of the fourth season being the most recent and I need mm-hmm. to catch up on it, but they've had, they've done some pretty, they've done a lot of stuff. They've yeah. gone as far as drilling into the ground because they could pick up an anom- anomaly. Sorry. I can't speak these words. Right? <laughs> You're um, <good. laughs> anomaly. There we go. Um, that is in the ground and they tried to drill into it and they couldn't like, they couldn't go past. It was like this, it was like some kind of like really, really tough. And I mean, they didn't just use a power drill. I mean, they use big Kahonga drills. They use big yeah, boys. They do. And they couldn't go any further. Yeah. They went down a certain amount and they just couldn't go any further. And there were yeah. several times, there was actually one time, a recent episode, and I'm probably going to get this wrong a little bit and I apologize, but a recent episode where they um, partnered up with a company where they, uh, where they specialize in drones and they usually do like drone performances. Like, you know, you see like, thousands of drones up in the air doing a shape or like you know something like that they partnered up with them and they put up i think a hundred drones jesse's probably gonna yell at me if i got it wrong Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but a hundred drones in this certain area and for some reason these drones wasn't acting right like they were yeah that's like it's like when they did the um the balloon Mm -hmm, exactly They were going up and down. They was bumping into each other. There was a moment when all the drones just lost signal to the uh, the hub. What's the word I'm trying to say? The hub. And they yeah. just all shut down. The guy was like, that never happened before. We've had to where like maybe one or two of them will lose connection and drop. But all of them all at once just drop and go down. Mm-hmm. They lost signal to the drone several times. Like, it was crazy. And the guy said, like, yeah. I, I, we've never had this issue before. And it was just in this one certain area. And it so happened to be this area that is, like, somewhat close to where most of the cow mutilations were happening. Not too, right. too close. Because, again, this is a big piece of land. This yeah, it's 512 huge. acres. And but, it borders the... Oot Indigenous Reservation. Yes. In Bullard, Utah. Be but for some reason. Ballard, it, however you want to say it. Sorry. But for some reason, it was like really, it's like, it's a good distance to where the cows were being mutilated. Yeah. Like these, I'm still on that. It's the fact that they'll see a whole bunch of cows, you know, enjoying themselves, eating grass, minding their business, enjoying the sun, basking in this Amazing light. little land puppies that they are. Right. And next thing you know, they dis- some of them disappear and they're like, okay, what's going on? And then next thing you know, they end up finding them like an hour or two, maybe even a day later, completely mutilated, gutted and everything. Like you're trying to gut, yeah. like you just wheeled in a fish and like you gutting it about to have some sushi later. Like that kind of situation. Cow sushi. <laughs> Cow sushi. I'm, like, I'm, I'm all for eating like raw fish and eating sushi, but I think I might, I think I might steer away from cow sushi. I think, I'm you know, gonna... <laughs> I, you know, no cow sushi for me. Thanks. No, Long pass. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I'll stay, I'll stay with the, you know, California rolls and, you know, the salmon rolls and everything like that. Mm, yeah. Yes. Some spicy now tuna. Some sushi. Right. Now me too. With, with some uh, wasabi. Do you put wasabi on yours? I do. And ginger. 
Yes. I love it. I know you're supposed to use the ginger as a as a palate cleanser yeah. afterwards I've, so that you can get the full flavor of the nuts. I take a bite. bite of sushi and then I take a bite of ginger and I eat it together. Uh, girl, I'll pile it's- it all up on one, on one <gasps> little piece of sushi. Yeah. And then I use, I use a little bit of ponzu sauce on there. Woo. So good. So good. There I'm was sorry. one time. I'm sorry. We're so sorry. But there was one time I put a little bit too much wasabi on my on my California roll because I had just gotten it. When I tell you I was crying. When I tell you I was crying. I bet them sinuses were clear, girl. I had a cold and next thing you know they were gone. All the way up into the gray matter. Right. I'm just I wasn't paying attention and my got me some sushi because she was like, you can't taste anything else. But I'm like, you know, you really want some sushi and I got you some from this from Giant. I was like, oh, that's Aww. so sweet. And I wasn't paying attention because I was talking to her and she was like, are you supposed to put that much green stuff on there? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm going to just do it. She was like, are you sure? I said, I'm going to just do it. And that was like the worst thing I ever done in my entire life. <laughs> Uh, I, one of my, one of my sons, um, when he was about two years old, grabbed a handful of, no, he picked up the whole wasabi ball girl. No, (laughs) he was sitting right next to my daddy. It was his first time having sushi. And let me tell you, he still loves it to this day, but he picked up that ball and before my dad could stop him, he had it plopped into his little mouth. Oh, that poor baby. <laughs> that was also the first time he had soda. Because <laughs> my oh, dad was like, baby. yeah, my dad was like, no, we got to clear this out. <laughs> oh, I know. He was screaming. Oh, he was shocked more than screaming. He was just looking at me like, I need help. Like, help me. You know, that little girl like, that tried uh-huh. this with Bobby and she's like, help. That, uh-huh. <laughs> that was my kid. <laughs> oh, but he still he still loves sushi, so it's all good. But it's anyway, and I remember one time I put too much. I thought horseradish that we had in the fridge was male, oh, I and I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. Since I wasn't paying attention, girl. So I'm like, oh, I, or we've had squeezable mayo before, and I'm like, squeeze, squeeze. You know, what do you and put it on? Time, I put it on my coconut. <gasps> oh, so I no. had to scrape that shit out. Another <laughs> <laughs> way on one side, and I squeeze, and I'm like spreading it out. Here I am talking to myself and stuff, and I'm doing my little happy dance because you know when the family is oh, good. Yeah. That's you know, that you know it's gonna be good. So you I just go into the room. I take a bite. My herpes screaming. She said, "What? I said, what is this?" She was like, "What did you use?" And then here comes Rain, the my little brother. You know, he comes into, he goes into the kitchen and he opens it. He looks in there. He was like, what does she use? What does she use? And like, I used the bottle. He was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> it's the like, horse she is. This. And she was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. I know, my oh, man. Our tangents are wild tonight. Okay, Listen, so. They love it. <laughs> it's true. They do. They do. Um, so look here. So there's, it's not just, like I said, it's like a beacon for the supernatural, right? Right. So we've got the skinwalkers. We got the the werewolf kind of thing. They have said zombies, werewolves, oh, demons, ghosts, cryptids, UFOs, strange electromagnetic symbols, and then, of course, mutilated cattle. And that's just on this ranch just right here on this ranch so we've got uh, that madam are we just gonna go by you saying there was zom zoms zombies 
zoom base. Like actual, uh, giving your, yeah. your, your, like, your, your brain. Like, like uh, what does a vegetarian zombie eat? I hear she go. Brain. I hate it. <laughs> 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 okay, so to get into the history here, we've got uh, enter the 1990s. Okay, for the first half of the decade, nobody lived at Skinwalker Ranch. Right. And of course, that all changed when the Shermans bought it and moved in, and they immediately came to regret it. The Sherman family. Were, it was like they were plagued with like paranormal activity. Immediately. It, they didn't take the ghosties, the the anomalies, the supernatural did not take a minute to be like, hmm, what's no. this? They just were like immediately attacking him, immediately. And the Sherman family is a husband, a wife, and two kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they endured this basically in silence until they decided to do a... Uh, interview in 1996 claiming that in the two years that they lived on the ranch they had seen multiple multiple types of UFOs Mm -hmm. ranging from orange doorways in the sky to an alien aircraft bigger than a football field. Yeah. And uh, one time a light followed their car. Another time, their dogs went nuts over floating voices coming from 25 feet above their heads, speaking in a language that they didn't understand. Uh Uh-huh. And then we got crop circles that kept being formed in their yard. In their yard. (laughs) Okay. And here's the thing. They stayed there from 1992 to 1996. Because it says Robert Bigelow acquired the property. They Mm -hmm. dipped. They all the way out. All the way out. The thing is, they stayed that long. I would have been gone the same year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think what really did it for him is when there was a, allegedly, there was a seven foot tall humanoid figure that appeared on the ranch. Yeah. And at one time, the Sherman family said that they were stopped by wolves that even when shot by high powered rifles, wouldn't die. That's a negative for me, buddy. One of our viewers just said Skinwalker Ranch is the real life Courage the Cowley Dog homestead. Yes. Yes. It and is. While, and while I am a big, huge, gigantic fan of my baby Courage the Cowley Dog, will you see me there trying to experience what he went through? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> negative. Lots of negative. <laughs> <laughs> That, see, we when we went through it when we did our for one of our podcasts on the skinwalker itself you cannot kill a skinwalker in yeah. the in conventional ways i'll put it to you that way if you want to know how to escape or live through an encounter with a skinwalker go listen to that uh, that podcast because we tell you how to do it okay it's like a, it's like a supernatural survival guide I personally prefer going to Pluto if you ever need to run away from one. But, you know, not everybody has the funds to go to Pluto. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, you know, I'll be there one day. Don't ask me how I got there. I ain't taking nobody. I don't know. (laughs) One of our viewers said that that Tina is is Muriel and connection is real. And (laughs) that's an old lady. Hold on. Wait a 
wait a minute. I'm gonna talk to you later on because I know who it is. That Tina, as an old lady, would be Muriel from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Please don't give Jesse any ammo because he already calls me an old hag. Please, no, she, no, no, no. They mean like that would be you when you were older. I know, but he will take that. He's gonna take that and run with it. I bet you. I'm gonna end up messaging you later and be like, Jesse called me Muriel from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Watch. It's a good. Jesse was supposed to be up here on this panel with us tonight, but I think he's sleeping. I believe that he is sleeping. Usually, if he does not contact me after work, that means he's out. Yeah, so it's a good thing he's not here then, huh? (laughs) 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 So Terry Sherman, the father, openly speculated on whether they might be running into evidence of a top secret government project. Okay, that's another conspiracy theory because, you know, it's not beyond governments to do Area 51 type crap. So, um, and they were more inclined to think it was aliens, ghosts, or skinwalkers. But they say that the thing that really messed with the Sherman family lives wasn't the lights in the sky, but rather the horrific things being done to their cattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the negative. Yeah, it's the cattle mutilation. There was uh, in a later article, okay, in the same paper, reported an even more frightening cattle incident that occurred on March 10th, 1997. And it said that uh, less than an hour after a healthy 84 pound calf was tagged, the animal's corpse was found in the middle of the field in broad daylight with all of the blood drained from its body. Yes. And according to those on the scene, type of vampire cryptic we got going on here. Right? Well, there is one that's like that. Um, the chupacabra is, is um, said to be vampiric, to drain the, bu- the blood out of a body. So and y'all want me to go out with y'all and like go camping and stuff and there's chupacabras. I'll tell it, it's fine, it's fine, girl. You're fine. It's not. It's 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 okay. You just said that you can't kill a skinwalker. What the hell are we gonna do? You can't kill a skinwalker in conventional ways. You have to think more outside of the box. I'ma end up throwing my food at it and then running crying <laughs> to my mom. The hell? Chicken, nu- chicken nugget bombs. <laughs> Take the chicken nugget. Get <laughs> Here, have some sweet and sour sauce. Nobody likes dry nuggets. <laughs> there you go. Don't touch me, okay? Okay, Just so according fun. to the people that were on scene at, at the time of this calf passing away, okay, there was no blood in the field, no blood That's in the dirt, thing. and nothing left in the calf itself. And their eyes were missing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in this particular calf, it was just drained of blood. Okay. But some of them are missing, like you said earlier, eyeballs. They're missing certain organs. Not all of the organs, just certain organs. Okay? That so is weird. It's, it's weird. It is weird. So uh, aside from, you know, the cow mutilations and the lights and all of that stuff. There is, I mean, the, in this show, they're they're doing everything they can in a scientific way to prove or disprove what is happening on this ranch. Okay, it's really interesting. If it's something that you know sounds appealing to you, you should totally check out the show. Um, now let's go into the history. There is a history of the Skinwalker Ranch that's not just about the 
the Navajo and the Ute tribes. Okay. In um, 1776, the Dominguez and Escalante expedition travels through Maiten along Skinwalker Ridge. Okay. And then they have 1789. The treaty is broken between the Utes and the Navajo. Um, so there's there's your curse. Right there. Right there. <laughs> All the way back in 1789. And then it jumps from 1789 to 1860, where the Northern Ute Reservation is, is established by presidential decree. 1860, the Utes join U.S. troops and campaign against the Navajo Skinwalker Curse. Okay. And and that's all it says. It doesn't go any further into it. It's just like little bullet points that we have mm-hmm. here. In 1880, several bands of Ute tribes are relocated by the U.S. government onto the reservation surrounding Skinwalker Ranch. So the Navajo were basically just like booted. You see, what I'm, yeah. you're seeing the pattern here, right? So that, that is. Let me see if I can find that. Um, I have it. Keep on reading. I have okay. it. I know I have it. Um, in 1880, several bands of Ute tribes are relocated by the U.S. government onto the reservation surrounding Skinwalker Ranch. Then in 1886, Buffalo soldiers are stationed at. Fort, I don't know why I can't read today. Fort, Fort, mm, Dutch. I know it's Dutch or Dutch. Mm. Dutchins. I'm say Dutchins. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Listen, I can't find my glasses we'll around here. Yeah. <laughs> you pronounce it for us. That right. Right. <laughs> One of whom is a known Mason. One of these Buffalo soldiers is known as Ooh. a known Mason and may have connections to the Masonic symbols seen etched into a rock wall on the ranch. Okay. And, and, I did find it. Okay. What'd you find? Okay. So it says that the land is said to be cursed. The sworn enemy of the Ute was the Navajo tribe. During the American Civil War, 1861 to 1865, some Ute bands joined with U.S. military forces against the Navajo. The Navajo were defeated and banished from their lands, forced to march to a reservation in New Mexico. The event is known as the Long Walk, which took two months and resulted in the deaths of at least 200 Navajo. Local legends attest that the Navajo put a curse on the Ute tribe, unleashing malevolence. Oh, I pronounced that perfectly. Malevolence spirits to roam the land in the which the Ute lived. In Navajo culture, those spirits are known as skinwalkers, evil witches that can shapeshift into multitude of different creatures. With the entire um, Unta Basin, I believe, said to be plagued by skinwalker, skinwalkers, is no wonder the ranch is named after them. That's insanity. So now we've learned a little piece of history here. The Navajo were originally in Utah and were banished to New Mexico. New Mexico is a very pretty place, by the way, but I'm not mm-hmm. saying that what took place was right in any form or fashion. It's much like the the Cherokee's uh, Trail of Tears. Um, it's devastating. It is devastating. 
And I'm surprised that only 200 of them passed because the long walk, when I say walk, they walk in. They didn't, they, their horses are gone. They are literally, they're, they're their own pack mules. They are carrying everything that they could carry. Mm-hmm. And then imagine walking from one state to the next. Right. And it, and all the atrocities that happened during that walk. It resulted in two months of them walking and mm-hmm. at least 200 Navajo deaths. Damn. That's at least. That's not putting an exact number. We don't know if it's more than that or less than that, but at least 200. Um, not to be, and pardon my language, not to be an asshole, but they didn't care. The people that were pushing these people off of their land and escorting them to their new land that they were given. And reservations are not places, not a lot of, not a lot of people who want to go to a reservation. I'll tell you that. Right. Um, they don't care. They did mm-hmm. not care at the time if they died or not. And I'm surprised that we even have a, a number, you know what I mean? Right. So anyway, You're absolutely right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're not just glossing over that. We're going to give y'all the full of that. There you go. Now you can mull over that in your brain pan. Um, then we have in 1886, the U.S. military finalizes construction of the fort. In 1906, newspapers reports strange noises from homesteaders That's in, yeah, in the Unta Basin. In 1937 purchase and assemblage by the Myers family okay um, in 1940 to 1960 Pat Stringham reports both UFO and skinwalker activity in 1979 the Arnold family owners Hilltop witness UFO craft 1992 so we're jumping from 1979 to 1992 so in that long span nothing has been reported really to anybody else Mm -hmm. then um in 1992 the sherman family acquires the ranch from garth myers 1996 robert bajlo acquires the property Mm -hmm. and from 1996 to 2002 the national institute for discovery science nids program operating on property so there you have moved in all the science things onto the property so that they can start figuring out what the hell is going on in this 512 Mm -hmm. acres so from 1996 to 2013 we have nids and baass program activities from in 2015 we have bajlo activities conclude okay 2016 the real estate buys skinwalker ranch from robert bajlo 2019 history channel and prometheus entertainment begin filming the secret of skinwalker ranch that's the movie 2019 uh candace lind and tom lewis become caretakers of skinwalker ranch and in 2020 the premiere of the secret of skinwalker ranch airs on the history channel so there's the movie that you can watch and you can also watch the um the series the skinwalker ranch but see here's the thing i've never watched a movie 
I haven't seen the movie either. I've just watched the show. Yeah, the show itself. And the show itself is creepy. I yeah. mean, because you're seeing, I mean, is it, could it be scripted? Yes, absolutely. It could be scripted. 100%. You know, 100%. I mean, everybody likes a good spoop. Yes. I mean, I do I want to see all of the research that took place mm-hmm. from the, the, the science labs and stuff that were there on site? Absolutely. But we yes. don't get to see those a lot. We just get to see what the cast of the series is doing and who they're bringing in. I, I need to look up if there's any information out put out there from the 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 NIDS and the BAASS. I want to see what they found. Um, so it's it's transferred from many different hands. And um, now it's basically pretty much, you know, owned by those caretakers and um, science. <laughs> so they have caught many weird things. A lot. Yes. There is a lot of weird things. Now, could it be a production? Absolutely. 100%. It could absolutely be nothing but a production. But we're working under the hypothetical that it is not a production. Okay? That there is actually a curse. That there are actual skinwalkers that are there. And aside from the big movie productions, um, there are regular people who live there. A family that got run out. You know, and they're they were terrorized by UFOs and voices and ghosts and and possessed possible even skinwalker wolves, you know. So it's it's a terrifying area. If you just take the production value out of it, you take the production and the directors and the cast out of it, and just look at the land itself. It's scary. The history of the land itself, the amount of blood that was spilled on that land. And um, and we had a discussion, y'all, about blood magic. Yep. Okay. So you take the amount of blood that was spilled on that land, and then you add the power of the curse from this entire tribe on top of it. Negative. Negative, my friend. You know what I mean? A big negative. Yeah, don't do it. Go at your own peril. You know, because <laughs> that is uh, that is not it. That is not it. Now, we have found 17 creepy facts about the Skinwalker Ranch um, that we thought we would share with you. Yes. Let me pull mine up because I know you gave it to me and it's like, I hey, did. where is it? I did. I sent it to you. You got you it. You did. You did. Got it. There you go. So uh, I guess you want to do every other one? Oh, no. This was the link that you gave me for all of the facts. Not for the, the facts. Okay, hold on. Please hold. Please hold. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're having a moment. We are having a moment. We're a little disorganized, but it's okay. It's <laughs> a little disorganized, but it's all it's right. Fun. It's all right today. It's all right to, to be a little disorganized sometimes. Whoop, there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll there read. We yeah, it. we'll do every other one now. This uh, 17 creepy facts about Utah Skinwalker Ranch was written by Emily M- Emily Ma- Madriga. Yes, on April 17th, 2018, and we will link this in our Discord so that you can read it yourself. Of course. Um, we have Skinwalker Ranch 
also called Sherman Ranch or UFO Ranch, is 512-acre property near the small town of Ballard, Utah. That is almost, as I said, 500 acres, but it's been updated. It's 512 acres, and it borders the Ute Indian Reservation. Hmm. Um, let me see. I'm going to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> In 1994, Skinwalker Ranch became well-known when Terry and Gwen Sherman, the names are popular for the real family, um, and their children, they purchased the property only to be driven from the home after two years of increasingly terrifying paranormal events. When the family moved in, they found deadbolts on doors and windows that puzzled them. Some of the doors and windows had deadbolts on both the inside and the outside. And they also found large chains outside that look like they may be for the purpose of restraining a heavy animal. While they lived on the ranch, the family experienced multiple cattle mutilations, crop circles, hearing voices calling from nowhere, inanimate objects moving before their eyes, UFOs, and seeing strange birds and other animals on the property. In one instance, the family saw a wolf attacking one of their cattle. They shot the wolf multiple times with a handgun, and the wolf did not react to the gunshots at all and appeared unharmed while it continued to attack the cattle. Eventually, after being shot six times, the wolf ran off and vanished. No, that's a negative for me. <laughs> no, thank mm-hmm. you. In one instance, the family saw their field lit up as if by a football stadium lights. They them saw big old lights. I mean, them, them giant ones. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a negative. What's a that's negative bright. is the wolf saying, oh, These gunshots are nothing. Like, oh, these are nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can take this. Do you know I eat nails for breakfast? <laughs> Bulletproof wolf. Bulletproof wolf. No, thank you. Nope, it's a negative. I will be leaving that same night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very same. Like, so oh. then they have the football stadium lights, and then they saw a UFO larger than two football fields and apparent alien figures over seven feet tall. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. They lost 20% of their cattle to mutilation. Yes. And then in 1996, they was like, yeah, we out. <laughs> they dip in. They're gone. And then, of course, later in 1996, Robert, who owns Budget Suites, bought the ranch for $200,000 and made it the home of a paranormal research group, the National Institute for the Discovery of Science, which operated until 2004, and the organization is later replaced by the Bajlo Aerospace Advanced Space Studies. That's the B-A-A-S-S. Yes. And then in 2007, a secret unclassified government program, the the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, Lord, don't say that five times fast. Don't do it. Began investigating UFOs. The program had a $22 million budget, and Robert Bigelow received much of that money. He was rich. Damn. He said, yeah, this is mine. Damn. Now, the Bajlow is fine. You have to see me to live there, too. Yeah. 
were that the UFOs seen in that area were not consistent with current military aircrafts. And then in 2020, I said 2023, Lord, in 2013, <laughs> the film Skinwalker Ranch was made loosely based on accounts of activities at Utah's actual Skinwalker Ranch. That means they take creative liberty through. Yeah. They made it scarier. They made it scarier is what they did. <laughs> now yeah, I have to watch they, the movie. They, 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 see now. We're going to have to watch the movie together. We're going to have to have a movie night. I know. I'm going to regret watching it, aren't I? Oh. Probably. I mean, oh. it depends on the grade of the movie. If it's a B-grade movie, we might have more laughter than anything else. Honestly, so. true. But I love B-grade horror films, so. Honestly, if you haven't, <laughs> have you seen, uh, uh, what is it, Velocipaster? You guys still watch it? I'm not. Like, Y'all no, keep telling no, me to watch I no. refuse. I, I refuse. Know, I, know I know your husband's in the, in the listening, sir. Sir, I ain't gonna say your name, but you know I know it. Sir, wait, make her watch it. Make her watch it. It's Velocipastor. Make her watch it. Oh my goodness. She, she has to watch it. I can't. I can't. It's so bad. See, face palm. I'm telling See? you. It's and I've seen I've seen clips of it. It's so bad. And you're gonna love it. It's right up there with Sharknado. <laughs> you gotta watch the other movies, too. I know, I know, but yeah, we gotta watch yeah. the Skinwalker Ranch movie for sure. I'll watch that with you if you watch Velocipastor after. Oh, I'm only <laughs> watching the first one. I refuse to watch the second one. Okay, why? I ain't okay. doing it. I ain't doing it. I've already been forced to sit through all of the uh, Sharknado movies. Uh, I swear to There's God, more I lost movies of Sharknado than there is Velocipastor. Exactly, two. exactly. I lost brain cells. Okay, I I, I don't have very many left. <laughs> Can you lose some more with me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, yes, okay. Lots of pastor too, I think. There is, there is, and it's oh, it's terrible. It's just as bad as the first time. <laughs> um, okay, so in 2016, Skinwalker Ranch was sold for 4.5 million dollars to the Adamantium Holdings, a shell corporation of unknown origin. Bum bum bum. <laughs> Nope. That's a negative for me. Nope. Yeah. And then afterwards, a public road that had gone through the property was closed. The road is now guarded. It's guarded. Yeah, with armed and guards. It, right now, it's actually guarded. With armed guards. Like, with ARs and stuff. So... Yeah, that's a negative for me. Yeah. Now, in the in the series and the things that I have seen in the series, everyone there's guards everywhere that are armed. Yes. They're like bodyguards. They're they guard the territory, all of that stuff. And then one of the things that I and I think it was in season one. Um, aside from the the balloon, this was like a a, a balloon that does readings of electromagnetic fields. Um, a bunch of other stuff, scientific stuff that I can't remember because it's been a minute since I've seen it. And this is like thousands of dollars worth of equipment and it just blips out of existence. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have it that high above them. They could still see it. And mm -hmm. then it blipped off of its controls and the radar that they had on the ground. So they look up to it again. I mean, it was literally in a split second and boom, it's gone. Never recovered it. Don't know where it is. I mean, that's one thing. Another one that really got me was 
on this, there's going to be multiple homesteads. Yeah. On 500 plus acres. Okay. And as far as I know, there's three. There's the one that's currently being used. And then there's the older homesteads in certain parts of the 500 acres that are, mm-hmm. one of them's like really run down. Um, it's the old. Can you imagine one. owning that kind of land? Like 500 acres. I'd be happy as a pig and shit. What you talking about? But can you imagine how long it's going to take for you for someone to go ahead and mow that lawn? Negative. I would not be mowing nothing. Just around I my just house. Get cows. Yeah. I would just get cows. Goats. Goats are goats. better. Goats. Yeah. Yeah. Goats will eat it and go ahead. Goats. Have fun, babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goats, llamas. I love llamas. I absolutely adore llamas and alpacas. They're so I, great. Here's the crazy thing. I'm a little scared of llamas. Really? Why? I don't, I went to a zoo, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> and there was one, and I wanted to reach at it, and, and like, it pecked me. <laughs> like. Did it spit at you? <laughs> Did you get spit on? And he didn't spit on me, but, like, he looked like he was about to, and then next thing you know, the zookeeper pulled me away. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, it had to have been bad for him to pull me. I love llamas. Llamas and alpacas. I love all of them. They are so cute and adorable. They're like little I was I was like furry hip to hip with my teacher after that. <laughs> they're they're miniature furry giraffes and I love it. They're great. Did you know that they don't have teeth? They just yeah. have two teeth on their bottom uh jaw because um they mush it their food of against their palate on the top of their mouth. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, someone in one of my viewers said I get that same reaction telling why I hate Ronald McDonald. I hate him too. <laughs> yep. yep, I hate him too. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's a clown. He's a clown. I remember I used to go to McDonald's that was close to my grandmother's house, and like I was like a little wee lass, and Nana would like take me. And there was this one time it was like on a Friday, and he was there, and I'm like Nana, <laughs> I feel like Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Never she mind. Said, Honey, Never you mind. don't want you don't want ice cream, and I'm like, I do, but he's there, and she's like, I got you. She's like, you think I'm gonna let him hurt you? I'm like, no, but like, he's there and he's smiling, and I don't like it. Negative. <laughs> and there was just a whole bunch of kids just like holding his hand, and there was some kids in the corner that looked just as terrified as me, and I'm like, those are the real people right there. No, there they are right there. <sighs> no, I can't do it. Clowns are evil. I would do a whole podcast by myself talking about how clowns are evil. <laughs> I, I would research and everything. <laughs> there's um there's this homestead on there that they did. Like they went and did like a paranormal investigation of the homestead. Mm. And they had um like heat vision goggles and they did um Oh God, it's the thermal whatever, but I'm I'm using the baseline so y'all can just, you know, bite my butt. Um then they had um oh night vision, they were doing EVP session, um the whole nine yards, and they actually caught something in the the homestead looking out at them from the homestead and then it like jumped out of the window and ran around the back and i was like that's got to be a human that's a human that's a human thing but then when they flipped from the heat vision and the night vision between it it wasn't there so they were like rapidly filtering it going back and forth and and you could see it in the heat vision but you couldn't see it in the night vision 
So I thought that was pretty interesting. Of course, it could be faked, you know, but at the same time, I thought that was pretty interesting. What was your, out of everything that you've watched and seen so far in closing of our podcast, what have you seen on there that was your favorite part, like sticks out to you? I can't say it was my favorite part, but I can't say it stuck out to me. That made me draw and drawn to it even more. Mm-hmm. Like, and it has to be the mutilations. Like, I will go back to that over and over again. How crazy and how precise these cows were drained. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like an attack. It wasn't like they were attacked. It wasn't like, you know, a mountain lion or you know any or snow leopard. Not saying that there's snow leopards over there, but you know what I mean. I'm just <laughs> a cougar. You know, a cougar, a yeah. wolf. It wasn't like any of these animals are just attacking so they can go ahead and eat and feed their young later on. It's not, no. There is, these are precise, precise incisions and completely drained of yeah. every ounce of blood that they had inside of them. Yeah, That crazy. is what gets me, is that they were completely drained and that some of their eyes were missing. I think. And that some organs were gone. Yeah, I think it's interesting the two different takes we have on it. Mine's more paranormal, yours more yours more uh and paranormal, but yours is more scientific. Yeah. The two different views that we have on it. I love that. I love that for us. I do too. And like don't get me wrong, the paranormal side of it does get me too, but when we when me and Jesse was watching, like I was flabbergasted. <laughs> Understandably so. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like they were completely drained, like your eyes are what? Yeah. Like now either it's the eye is, thing for me. It's the eye thing for me too. Yeah. Either like I said before earlier in the podcast, either there's something out there that's doing this, or there's a crazy upcoming surgeon that's practicing on these cows. That should which not one be a doctor. It? Should not be a doctor at all. I don't know which one I'm more scared about. Right. It's definitely the surgical way about it for sure. Absolutely. It's, I don't like it. I don't. It's crazy. Anyway, the show is really good. It is. It's really good. Check it out. It's on the History Channel. Shameless plug. Um, Check it out for yourself. Develop your own opinions on it. Real or fake? Is it a hoax? We don't know. But what they're coming out with is entertaining, to say the least. Yes. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, We love everybody in the comments. We also love having everybody listen and participate. Thank you so much for being here. Well, you love everyone in the comments. I don't love Dylan right now. He said we should do do a clown mode's hell sleepover. And you know, madam. Yeah, I know. That's a whole nother podcast. We'll talk about the clown motel and a whole nother podcast. You better not go ahead and say we're going to sleep over at that place. You better not. I don't even know if we can because honestly, I don't think it's open to like the public sleeping there. Like like a museum at this point. Even if it was, nope. I'm not even going to go there during broad daylight. I don't care. I'm like, I don't even want pictures. I'm a fight. I'm a fight Dylan after this podcast. Y'all not going to see Dylan for a little bit. He's going to (laughs) disappear. He's going to disappear. You're not going to hear from him. Look, I'm going to need him back, at least being able to talk and read come Friday, okay? I'll bring a, I'll bring a microphone. I, he'll he'll okay. have the microphone right in front of him. All right, he'll, cool. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Friday night for Paranormal Umbrella, we are doing haunted places slash yes. haunted hotels, whatever, what say you, and let me tell you, it's going to be really interesting because even though we have a topic, we have all been researching individually three different places. So it's going to be a surprise to all three of us on what we're 
each talking about each place that we we're talking about. It's going to be great. So join us Friday night for Paranormal Umbrella. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to catch PCPS next Wednesday night. And uh, don't forget the salt. Check under your bed, grab your favorite Wobby, and turn on that nightlight because we don't want the Wooly Burgers to come and get you. So, and before you do all that, yes. here's a dad joke. So and maybe that help you too. Okay, here's a dad joke. I got it's somewhat similar to Skinwalker Ranch with the whole, you know, UFOs and they give you your back. Yeah, um, I was once abducted by a group of mimes. Did you know that? No. They did unspeakable things to me and it left me speechless for years. <laughs> Girl, on that note, <laughs> I'm going to cue the music. Cue the music. Bye. Bye. <laughs>